0: Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. How are you today? I'm fine. (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) Why is this happening? It's all to a giant jug. The giant jug of water that I psyched you out with? That was golden. (laughs) So I have this... Okay, so... Is it a bubba? No, it's just a little... Or is it a Yeti Coleman uh, beverage cooler? It's a half gallon a water container. Coleman. <laughs> You're not yes, trendy Coleman. at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was 7.50 at Mart last weekend oh, when we went to the I miss Mart. Right? We'll
1: have that here. I <laughs> Forget about Mart. No. No, there was one. There wasn't one. I don't think it was in Medford, but it was in a nearby Excuse you. Whoa. Nobody, who, why would you actually close the dumpster lid? (laughs) Either that or someone just backed
0: into the dumpster.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) No, I can see them. They closed it. Did you go
0: check that out? Oh, they closed it. Okay.
1: Someone over here, because they're walking this way.
0: Oh. (laughs) Who
1: does that? That's gross. I know. I mean, there's signs on it saying, like, keep the thing closed, but... Who actually closes it? <laughs> no one. <laughs> no. Not, not me, because I don't want gross garbage juice on my exactly. hand. Exactly. Also, they had to like walk all the way around to the back and cl- flip it
0: closed, because we, everyone just leaves it open. <laughs> that sounds like so much effort. Yeah. How warm is it there today? I can check
1: and see how warm it is right now, but we're getting a late start on our recording, so it's 930 at night. <laughs> yes. It says it is 99 in Scottsdale right now. It is 84 in Portland. Yesterday, when I was on my way to work, it was only like 86 when I left here at 7.
0: And I'm like, wow, this is wonderful. It hit 100 degrees here today, and it is supposed to hit 100 degrees again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like 111 this week. Jesus. (laughs) You can't Uh, beat me. (laughs) I'm not trying to beat you. I'm just saying it's hot for Portland. And that's actually why I have that giant water jug is because we tried to go to a new alpine lake today. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was like two hours out. We're like, okay, nobody's going to be there. Like, who is driving out there? Right? So we get most of the way out there. We're like driving, driving, driving. We don't really like see anyone. Like cars are dropping off to the right and to the left and to the right and to the left. And we're like, okay, cool. So we get off the main highway. There was like a bunch of swimming spots along the Clackamas River. A bunch of swimming spots. So, like, we hit the Forest Service roads, and we're going and going and going and going. We, it says 30 minutes to get there. And I'm like, damn, this is a long ways out. Like, this place is going to be awesome. We're not going to have anyone mm. around. So we, like, get to the end of the paved road, and we turn onto the gravel road, and we just look up, and there's like, 50 cars <laughs> in the spot where we needed to go. And I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of course, it's a 100-degree day in the middle of a pandemic. Of course, everyone who's super outdoorsy is going to come here like we are. Yeah,
1: everyone's thinking, who's going to go that far?
0: We'll have the whole place. Exactly. exactly. Especially since we literally passed, like, 5,000 people along the river on the way there. I was like, there is not going to be anyone out here. And sure as shit, there was so many people. Yeah. So many people. So we decided to turn around and come back <laughs> and not even get in the water. Otherwise, we would have been... Much later than starting to record at 9.30. Yeah. Well,
1: we also did our yoga already, (laughs) which was a cool 35 minutes when I went in my room to change just now. I'm like, I feel like I just
0: changed out of these shorts. (laughs) It was. It went really fast. But I feel really strong. Like, my body feels good. I also went pee in
1: between when we stopped doing that and when we started recording. and I was like... My thighs don't want to do this right
0: now. <laughs> no. I had to get down on the ground to move my uh, charging cable mm-hmm. from underneath the desk to the bedroom. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to get down. I was like, oh, God, I really don't mm-hmm. want to get up. Yeah, <laughs> My legs are quaking. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing we didn't go swimming today after all. But it would have been real cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's why I poured myself fatty glass of rum and coke nice because i was in the car for several hours today and i planned on drinking a little bit at the lake and that didn't happen so i'm doing it now nice i have a stella oh very nice classy so i don't
1: usually you know what a stella is i can't see myself yes. in your recording i don't know why I'm i know what a stella is i'm like where is it <laughs> uh, i don't usually drink stella um, unless I'm, like, if I'm going to the movies, because they have a cheap, not a cheap selection, it's ex- expensive selection, actually, because <laughs> it's the movie theater, but they have a minimal selection of anything, really, unless I'm getting, like, whatever movie-themed drink that has, like, Ryan Gosling's gin in it, or whatever his is, <laughs> uh, I'll get a Stella if I'm going somewhere like that, where it's, like, your options are Stella, or... Coors Light. (laughs) Like, I don't don't want Coors Light.
0: No, definitely go with Stella.
1: But honestly, I don't think I've had one since that last guy that I dated in LA. (laughs) You remember. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think that's the last time I had... Because we went to (laughs) uh, Veggie Grill. And that's, like, the only beer they had. (laughs) So So you Mm -hmm. got one.
0: I think the last time I had one was my friend Paul's birthday we went to some bar like hipster bar and they had Stella on their menu and I was like you know I'll just get that because everyone else is getting it and I've never tried it it wasn't terrible Mm -hmm. it wasn't like memorable but it wasn't yeah I mean it's
1: a lager and
0: a lager is not something
1: that I would usually go for if I'm thinking I don't know what I like about beers but I do notice that the ones that I like tend to be wheat beer and that's pretty much all I know (laughs) I mean, hey, at least you know yeah. that much, right? But I, I when like I look at weathers. the menu, I look to see whatever is, is like, fruit-infused, or that's pretty much it, or something that I already know I like. Like, I'll get a Modelo. I like Pilsner a lot.
0: I like the Pilsners. I don't know what that means. I they're, won't be able to tell you what it tastes like. They're lighter than a lager, but not... They're very different than a lager. They're, they're lighter than a lager, but not as light as a light We'll put it that way. And sometimes they pack a punch. Yeah. Which can be surprising. But they tend to be lower on the IBU scale, which I yeah. like.
1: My mom's boyfriend is a beer guy. Like, he had homebrews. Have you ever had raised beer? I have not had raised beer, but I've seen set setup at yeah. the house. So he they, he makes beer and wine. But I've only I've not tried the wine. I'm not a wine person. It's probably fine. I don't know. <laughs> See, I've, I would love to try his wine yeah. and his beer. Yeah. Well... Also, your mom never messaged me. Um, Well, here's the thing. She might be listening to this episode because I'll talk to her. I'll tell you in a second. But when they went down here in November, he I don't know where they stopped. I don't know if he found this at home somewhere and like brought it all the way from Washington or that he like found it at one of their stops along the way. But it was like an authentic. I think it was Czechoslovak. It's not Czechoslovakian because that's not a country anymore. But I think it was, like, an authentic, like, Czech pilsner. I know it was a pilsner. I think it was Czech. (laughs) That's possible. Yeah, It was some Eastern European beer. Beer? (laughs) It was, like, imported that he found somewhere.
0: (laughs) That's cool. That's a cool find.
1: It was pretty good. I had one. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was drinkable. (laughs) I don't remember anything about it specifically.
0: Yeah. I do like pilsners. (laughs) I also like sours. I'm a big sour person.
1: When you come down here, if it's safe, we're going to my brewery <laughs> that, that I really like. Oh, so, super yeah. down. It's like 3 miles from our apartment. It's not far at all. But it's called OSO. OSO. I mean it's O H S O. It's like initials, but I just say it as a word because it's faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be an initialism or if it's you know I don't know how you're supposed to say it, but I just say it as a but word. Oh, so. Uh, but I have had, they have a, they have like fun names for all of their drinks. So I've gotten the V Beauregard before, which is like Vi- Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka. It's a blueberry sour. Yes. And man, that was tart. <laughs> I feel like that would be life changing. Yeah. I want yeah. one. My favorite there is the strawberry, no, the popsicle blonde.
0: I kind of want. Do they sell it online? Probably.
1: You check. I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't think I want to wait for the blueberry sour. I don't know why they wouldn't sell it online. Because we were talking the other day about the strawberry blonde that I like from that brewery
0: in Cottonwood. (laughs) They sell theirs online. I actually never ordered that. I should see if they still have it. They will. (laughs) Ordered that in this hour. I get paid this week, so we'll have to do that.
1: Yeah, so I talked to my mom the other day because I had to take my car to the shop and, like, It's a whole thing. But I was talking Mm -hmm. to her, and (laughs) I mentioned something. Oh, she asked if I'd talk to my brother, and my brother messaged me after our Scrabble episode. Uh, And apparently he speaks Gaelic, by the way. Oh. Also, hi. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) But, yeah, so I mentioned that he messaged me after that, like, you know, told me. Uh, And she's like, oh, you were supposed to give me the information for that. I'm ready. I have a pen. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, <laughs> cuz she doesn't have an iPhone. Yeah. So I'm like, you can download the SoundCloud app because I d- don't know what I don't know anything about Android like built-in apps. Yeah. So no, I'm like, you can download the SoundCloud app from whatever your yeah, store from is, Google Play. It's Google Play. I get I guessed and she's like, "It is Google Play." And I'm like, okay. she's like okay well Ayla can help me with that i'm like you just you know how to search in the app store (laughs) whatever (laughs) so possibly hi mom (laughs) what's up hi mom is it my turn (laughs) it's my turn because i ended with pipples and prolies last week that's right because it almost didn't send all the yes. way. we had a little bit of a technical glitch with the uh, recording. So obviously we don't record in the same place because we live in different states. But so Nicole sends me her uh, audio file, and I download it to my computer, and then I upload it into the thing, and then I mix them all together. It's a fun time, <laughs> but <laughs> but for some reason my computer didn't download the last thirty minutes of her audio from last week, and I'm like, uh. Did it not record it, or did it not send it, or did I not download it? <laughs> like, which one of these three <laughs> options? Because if if it didn't record, then that would have been the biggest problem, because we just wouldn't have that last 30 minutes of audio, and it would have been, like, me talking to myself, and I probably, honestly, would have just, like, added in robot voice of you being, like, interesting.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> I love it. Now I know it's coming if we ever have a glitch. Very yeah. cool. That's great. Interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Imagination. Yeah, just in the parts that it would be weird for me to just, like, pause for that long and not have you say anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so listeners, if that ever happens, you know it happened. Well,
1: I mean, I would have put a little disclaimer at the disclaimer. beginning. I'm like, hey... Something happened with the audio, (laughs) but we got it all figured out. For some reason, my computer just didn't download it, so.
0: Which made me happy, because I would have been real sad. (laughs) Yeah. What is your first topic this week? My first
1: topic is the shower beer.
0: Yes!
1: (laughs) So at some point, we're going to have to start getting getting more existential about things because we're going to run out of physical things that we can talk about.
0: That we <laughs> so like. my mind is more conceptual this week.
1: I love it. Shower beer.
0: <laughs> Shower beer is a mindset, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it really is.
1: <laughs> okay. So that's honestly why I bought beer today because I have like a sparkling lemonade in the fridge that I was just gonna mix with some vodka but then I was at work and I was like I just wanna do yoga and then record and then get in the shower and drink a nice cold beer and I was like I'm gonna talk about shower beers
0: love it <laughs> I just had that inspiration so while I was at work this morning it's a perfect night for it too I know.
1: Whew. we only had 35 minutes of yoga so <laughs> it'll be just fine
0: Right. It kicked our ass, yeah. but it was good. So good. So your beers. What? So shower oh, beers. Yes. So your beers. Oh <laughs> I hear my upstairs neighbor squeaking. Huh. I can cut it out. <laughs>
1: There's it's not like you can, you know, research the history of shower beer because like you get in the shower while holding a beer (laughs) like there's not
0: really a you just drink a beer in the shower
1: and it's wonderful but i did go i did find a couple articles gq is not happy oh well it's not talking about shower beer in general though i'll get there (laughs) okay so (laughs) i found an article on (laughs) justbeer.com and i'm like that sounds like a good authority to consult about this Oh, I had to switch my pen to blue. Oh, no more purple pencil. No. Well, that was Kelsey's art pencil. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So, no. I'm using my glittery pens. Anyway, what are some reasons that people might drink a shower beer?
0: Are you asking me this question? I can ask you if you want to answer. Oh. uh, I do have the five reasons Um, that they listed in
1: the article, but.
0: I'm going to try and guess.
1: A long day at work. Okay. So, (laughs) they didn't mean like. What are the causes? They mean, like...
0: Oh. Okay. Well, then, never mind. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I misunderstood the question.
1: So, the first one is it It helps boost your mood.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. Like, the reasons why yeah. you would drink one. Okay. Like, what
1: you would get out of it instead of just drinking okay. a beer regularly.
0: Okay. This makes more yeah. sense now. Did you want to guess on any of the others? Okay. Yes. It's cold. <laughs> like, it's cold in a hot shower. Like, that feels good. Um... Like it's like refreshing. Yes. Uh, refreshing. Guess, is refreshing is the
1: word that I wrote down for number two.
0: <laughs> more or less like yes. what I was trying yeah, to. Yeah, I'm for like there. I know that I wrote down hot water, cold beer somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> hot water, cold beer, refreshing. Yeah. Um, I mean, if people are alcoholics, they'll probably like drink wherever. Yeah, like that's... <laughs> that's not one on my list. <laughs> no, but like, that's where my mind goes. Um. I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay, I feel like refreshing would be the reason why I would drink a shower. Exactly. Beer.
1: So the first one, it is a mood boost. It's more of like, what are the benefits of drinking a beer in the shower versus just regularly, like on the couch? Okay, but it's a you know it helps boost your mood. Both taking a shower and drinking a beer are can help increase your serotonin. So you do them together, double serotonin. Big exactly. Beast. Uh Refreshing. Reason number two. You got uh, that hot, hot water. And you got a cold beer. And it's a party of sensations. <laughs> it's just a good time. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's a party in the shower. <laughs> party of one. You save time, obviously. Two things at right? If you, you are running late and you have plans after work, you just drink in the shower. And while you're getting ready, Pretty and there you AM. go. <laughs> pregame I like it yeah like the way they think yes uh it's okay to spill if you you know knock over your can you don't gotta worry about cleaning it up the only sad part is that you just wasted a beer but like you can step in it they I don't guess I don't the know. One usually just gonna go down the drain <laughs> um and then the fifth reason they listed I would categorize as also saving time but if your friends are hassling about you hassling you about drinking in the shower then you can separate this into its own thing, which is multitasking. <laughs> 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 so you can get clean and drunk at the same time, which I would can consider saving time, but multitasking can be its own thing, I guess. I suppose so. So there's actually a special beer from Peng Peng Brewery and Snask. Snask? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. They're Swedish. <laughs> or Yeah, Swedish. <laughs> I don't know how to say either of those, but it's called shower beer. It's literally called, it's shower, literally beer. called shower beer. It's the name of it. Okay. It comes in a, a glass bottle. Any beer situated for specifically drinking in the shower should not be in a glass bottle, even though that is how I consume most of my beer. So that's usually when I'm drinking in the shower and not a can because <laughs> I don't buy cans that often. There's just not many that I want that come in a can so this so is why I'm usually drinking out of a glass bottle, but you shouldn't do that because it's slippery in the shower and your hands are wet and soapy and you could drop it and then step on the glass and then you've like lost
0: all of the benefits that I just listed <laughs> you've lost a lot more than just the benefits <laughs> yeah. of, that you listed you're probably losing a lot of blood too <laughs> mm, I mean if you cut yourself actually
1: yeah it depends on how deep you cut yourself. <laughs>
0: I mean, it always looks worse in the shower because because it's all watered down water and getting it, everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. But okay, so this is the one
1: that GQ has a problem with because, like I just said, it's in glass bottle. But also, it's only six ounces. Like literally, the picture of it—it's like it basically like top of the thumb to like the bottom of the palm when he's holding it. I'm like, it's so small. And granted, it is—it's a tiny glass bottle. It is ten percent alcohol, but like, I know it's a, <laughs> that's why they only put it in six that's ounces. That's probably like, why. Make it a full size beer. I don't. <laughs> that's like two swallows, and then you're like, okay, what do I do with the rest of my shower? <laughs> like, right?
0: I like to guzzle my beer, not
1: sip exactly. It. So also, it's only available in pre-order. That's so yeah. weird.
0: So you have to order it from the
1: site and you're ordering it from sweden and it's only in pre-order and the article that i read was from like 2017 so (laughs) i don't know if they're ever going to have like a wide release of it or if it's only ever going to be like ordered through the site. i don't know but there is another beer i found called
0: shower beer (laughs) Is it here in the States or somewhere else? It is
1: here in the States. It is from Champion Brewing Company. I can't remember what state it was from. But it is a bohemian style pilsner. So there you go. (laughs) There's your pilsner. And... There's my thing. (laughs) Um, And it won the gold medal for the bohemian style pilsner category at the 2015 Great American Beer Festival.
0: 2015 was a good year for beer. So if it's one in that year, all right. Yeah.
1: So if you need a shower beer, you can go to Champion Brewing and order yourself some shower beer.
0: I want to know where it's at. I did not write that down.
1: But there is uh, a list that I found from the 15th, so 11 days ago, <laughs> when we record, that is the top 10 beers for drinking in the shower. Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia?
0: Yeah, that's where Champion Brewing is.
1: Okay. Would you like to know the top ten? So I thought that when I was looking at the list, I thought that it was, like, one from each category. Or, like, each kind of beer. Because the first one is a wit beer, right? So I thought they were going to do, like, Mm -hmm. the best from each type. But that is not true. (laughs) They just didn't repeat very many. So the first one is the Allagash White which is a beer, the Vliet, which is a Pilsner. All of these are in cans, by the way, because, again, don't drink out of glass bottles in the shower because you'll hear it yourself. In the shower. Uh, the American Kestrel, which is a New England IPA. Uh, Champagne Velvet is a lager. Anna Fantastic is a kettle sour. Ping Pong is a dry hop cider. So not a beer, but apparently good for the shower. The Gadget. Is a sour ale. That sounds good. Uh, Santilli is an American IPA. Phil Pills is a Pilsner, uh, which is brewed in Huntington Park in LA, by the way. Oh. And the last one on the list, number 10, is a beer called Valley Beer. It was a lager from Renhouse Brewing in Phoenix, Arizona. Never heard of that brewery, but Valley Beer won the 2019... Silver medal at the Great American Beer Fest. So, they're
0: around. Yeah. Cool. And it's local to me. Right? Let's go visit there. Yeah. We can, like, test out all the cool beers. Right? In places. Yeah.
1: I could drink it in the shower God, and let it. you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just so refreshing. You get in the shower and you get all the water. And then you have a nice cold beer, which you could also do with a soda. And also, like, a cold wine. Like, a white Something. I don't know. But the problem with a wine is that
0: unless you have a can of wine. That's a thing. We have them here in Oregon.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, canned canned wine is everywhere.
0: But if you have, like,
1: a fancy bottle and you take it in the shower, then you either have to drink out of the bottle or you just have a very wide open
0: (laughs) container (laughs) container
1: for all that shower
0: water to get straight into. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be very diluted wine Mm -hmm. yeah it will take you much more to get you to where you want to go trust me yeah i mean i guess it would be okay if you had like a high up shelf in your shower but i don't have any shelves in my shower so i have so i have one of those like metal racks that i put in the corner Mm -hmm. that has like the three layers on it yeah it's like a springy pool and it extends uh so i could probably set something there but i also have a ledge so i could just set it on the ledge yeah yeah, I like to just put things
1: in between the uh, the clear curtain and the the outside curtain, just like on the little edge, so nothing gets in there. Like that's where I put my speaker when I listen to music
0: in the shower and stuff. So it's protected. My, but close. I put my speaker on the back of the toilet because it's right there. But yeah, but if I had a shower beer, I would definitely sit it on the ledge like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's like the superior way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just a nice way to spend a shower I guess. We were driving on the way home today and I was like damn I really want a beer so maybe I'll have to get some. I haven't done that in a while. Bought actual beer for myself. Yeah. I usually just steal one or two of Stefan's every once in a while. I should buy my own. (laughs) Okay. Then I can partake in shower beers. It's supposed to be 100 degrees tomorrow maybe I'll do that. Yeah you should. I'm gonna do it tonight and it's like 90 something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any beer otherwise i wouldn't mm-hmm. also maybe i'll get some on the way home tomorrow because like i said it's gonna be 100 degrees and also i don't have anything to do other than yoga because i already turned in my grad school application nice yes <laughs> i feel even more nervous about it today every day that goes by i'm just like oh my god oh my god what did i do yeah <laughs> i'm really nervous i'm afraid that i won't get in yeah <laughs> i mean worrying about it isn't gonna affect the outcome no it's not <laughs> i know this which is why I'm just gonna celebrate tomorrow like hey, I did a I did a thing. Yeah. With possibly a shower beer. Yep. Shower beers are a whole mood, <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. My topic food delivery. Nice.
1: <laughs> I'm yes. glad I didn't ask you what you ordered then, because I was going to.
0: Yes. So I had to be very strategic in my timing this evening so we could fit all of this in. Mm-hmm. So while I was taking notes, I ordered food. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to talk about. Because we both frequently do this. Yeah. Too much, and probably. Actually... <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but we can discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea of takeout started in ancient Rome with the creation of the thermoplium, which was basically a street kitchen. It served meals at a counter out of clay pots to keep the food hot, similar to fast food restaurants today. So, like, the big vats of, like, baked beans or mac and cheese at KFC or something. Very similar to that. Yeah. The first recorded food delivery comes from Italy in 1889. King Umberto and Queen Margarita had someone bring them a pizza topped with tomatoes, mozzarella, and basil, red, white, and green, for Italy. hmm A lot of countries do that. <laughs> yes. And they coined the name the Margarita Pizza because it was the first delivered pizza ever, and it went to Queen Margarita. I thought that was kind of fun. Yep. I did not know that. Yeah. In India around the same time, so late 1800s, Mahadeo Havaji Bhatji, he was Indian, mm-hmm. came up with an idea for a company that specialized in delivering and making hot lunches to workers in Mumbai. The like the service is called a Dabawal. Dabawal? Dabu. I feel like there was an extra word or letter at the end. <laughs> I'm going to relook that word up. Okay. It's Dabawala. I knew there was an A at the end. Okay. I only wrote Dabawal. But it's Dabawala. There are over 5,000 today that serve 200,000 lunches daily to people all over the countries of India, which I think is crazy that it's developed in like 130 years to 200,000 meals a day. U.S. merchants around that same time, late 1800s, early 1900s, began using horse-drawn carriages to carry their food and product to where their customers were, hence milkmen. In World War II, the U.K. set up a system for food to be delivered to families that had lost their homes and served hot meals across the nation to keep morale up among those people. The U.S. later adopted that same kind of service, and thus delivery was born. In the 1950s, Americans were happy to stay home and watch their new TVs and cook at home... Which basically caused the restaurant industry to, like, decline. So a lot of restaurants took to advertising their menus on TV. Which, to me, seems weird because we just pulled up on our phones. But I guess back in the day, that's what they had to do.
1: Well, if they weren't going out, though.
0: Yeah, they had to. They had to bring them
1: in somehow. It's not like they didn't know, so they didn't want to go.
0: Yeah, they just didn't have it. The first online delivery service began in 1995 with World Wide Waiter which is still operational as waiter.com today. It started out serving 60 Silicon Valley restaurants to the people of obviously Silicon Valley in the area, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty interesting. Okay. It's not pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, Silicon it makes Valley sense. Basically the like dot com. the forefront yeah. of everything. Internet. Plus
1: Sanford is right
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> Popular food delivery services today are DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and Caviar. Do you have any more? What were the ones you said? DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and Caviar. I mean, Eat24, but I think Eat24 was absorbed by one of the other ones. I don't know. I guess waiter.com is still one, obviously, but as I said before. But I think that's pretty much all of the big ones. Yeah. Which one do you usually use? DoorDash. DoorDash? Mm -hmm. I just recently started using DoorDash, but I don't like the fact that Portland (laughs) just put in a new delivery fee. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and read... (laughs) You how much my delivery fee was tonight on my chicken parmesan. Okay. I, I, full disclosure, I pay
1: for Dash Pass. So it's like $9 a month and then I don't pay delivery fees,
0: basically. So the city of Portland just capped delivery fees for food services. Mm -hmm. Delivery food because of the pandemic. And so now they're charging a Portland fee. Any food that's ordered in the city of Portland has this fee tacked onto it and it's a percentage of how much you ordered. So my subtotal was 24.58. The Portland City mandate was $2. Delivery was 2.99 and my service fee was 2.70. That's $7.69 in fees.
1: Yeah, that's why I try not to order groceries from Instacart cuz it's like a 7.99 delivery fee. <laughs> that is
0: wild. I was yeah. like Blown away by that some
1: delivery fee. Places I use Doordash, so I don't know how they are across all the apps. But places like Taco Bell and basically like the like the national kind of fast food places usually have like a six or seven dollar delivery fee. So I don't order those on Doordash.
0: That's weird because yeah. I was reading an article when I was doing some research that said McDonald's tried or actually did negotiate a minimum or a maximum delivery fee. Mm-hmm so they could keep their prices low so they could more people could order because if they're on services like that the service takes a percentage of their profit obviously because it's a service but like i i thought the opposite of that that or at least with mcdonald's that's the way it was they said they negotiated with uber eats to keep their delivery fee like a dollar 99 or something like that Hmm. i don't order anything from mcdonald's (laughs) oh me either i just read that in the article I was while i was doing research which i thought was interesting but i could not even believe that tonight i was just like I heard about the Portland tax, but I didn't, like, think anything of it. And I was like, two whole extra dollars? Like, yeah. sometimes that's so much. Sometimes it's worth it. It's like, oh, it's so many In this case, extra dollars, but it sounds it. so good. <laughs> yeah. I wanted that chicken parmesan, and it saved me time. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, super worth it. Yeah.
1: Definitely, depending on what it is. Because some places, on DoorDash at least, with the Dash Pass, it's like, you know, some places are free delivery if you order, you know, over twelve dollars, and some of them are always free delivery with Dash Pass, and some of them have none of that. So it just depends on where you order from. How much is Dash Pass? It's like nine a month, I think. It's not so bad. Yeah, you if, like three if you times, order, if you order, saves you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you order food once a week, you're pretty much set. And I usually do, so maybe I'll have to do that. Yeah.
0: I also I used to use, Uber I only use often.
1: started using Dash Pass because, no, yeah, DoorDash. <laughs> I started using DoorDash back when they first started up because they're one of the newer ones. Like, they're a lot newer than, like, Postmates.
0: Mm-hmm. But they were oh, the, the only place mention. that delivered Cheesecake
1: Factory. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> good choice to use. Yeah. That. That's the other one I didn't mention, Postmates.
1: What did you say? Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. Grub okay. Yeah. And Caviar. Yeah. Postmates. <laughs> I could have sworn you said Postmates, but I'm like, I know she only said four of them, but yeah.
0: No, I did not. That's the <laughs> one I forgot. Yeah. I used to use Postmates. I don't know. I don't know why I stopped. I just wasn't a huge fan of it for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I haven't used Postmates as like on the app, but I know I've used it when I've ordered from places, because when I picked it up, it says Postmates Nicole, mm-hmm. and I think it's just the service they use to for their online ordering. But, yeah, that's the only time I've ever actually used it.
1: Yeah, because also some places do their own deliveries, and they just, like, add their menu to the app. So, like, Lou Malnati's, I've checked, uh, just to, like, see what they have. And when you click on it, it's like, oh, this uh, merchant uses their own delivery driver, so you won't be able to track it once you put your order through. Yeah. Do you have a Lou Malnati's in Arizona? Mm-hmm. What we have a, it's near my apartment.
0: What? Yeah, it's
1: down by the brewery.
0: I have mailed Lumel Nagi. I know you have. If we had this conversation. <laughs> I, and It'd I did probably not be cheaper know if you had I just one. like
1: went and bought one and sent it to you.
0: <laughs> their pizzas are actually pretty cheap. I'm pretty surprised at that. Sometimes hmm. you can get like six for 120 bucks, which I bought two for 60. So I was like, that is a steal. Yeah. <laughs> they do combos too. They do on their website. They do. Hot dogs and chocolates and different Chicago-based things. Nice. Yes, I love. I got to thinking. Like I remember having to pick up the phone and call Pizza Hut and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and, wait and be like, "Oh wow, when are they coming?" I remember not like, having any delivery options at all. <laughs> right, where well, we grew up, up that in wasn't a thing. Yeah. No.
1: No. What is it? The pizza place in Castle Rock. Not. But it, like in castle rock castle rock pjs yeah they will deliver within a certain radius
0: but not very far oh i was gonna say probably like in the city limits of castle rock yeah
1: i mean we were technically in castle rock but they weren't gonna drive out to us
0: no because you're yeah i don't
1: know what, i think outside city limits yeah i don't know what the radius is but
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did not know they delivered yeah But yeah, so while I was thinking of my topic today, I was like, oh, I need to order food. That's what I'll talk about, is food delivery. And like you said, I do it too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I work a double on Thursday again, so I'm probably going to be ordering something
0: (laughs) to work. (laughs) My chicken parmesan came with a tiny spaghetti with it. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I might take that to work tomorrow for lunch. A little side of spaghetti. I ordered garlic bread too, so I might save a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so convenient. It is. That's the best part about it. It's like, oh, I need to do this. But also, I also need to eat here soon. I'll do this while my food's cooking. Right? I've definitely done that, like, while
1: we were doing yoga.
0: i <laughs> been like, okay, it's going to take this long to get here.
1: <laughs> the video's only this long. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for, right? Yeah. Sometimes I'm real hungry. If I'm close enough to my apartment, I'll play the delivery game (laughs) the the, can i beat them to my apartment (laughs) (laughs) which i don't usually do that very different now because like before they weren't just gonna leave it at your door but now like that's basically what they do yeah what all of them do i've had a couple people not do that even though like it specifically says leave it at my door and i'm like you're gonna knock on my door and then you want me to open the door and like grab
0: a bag from your hand (laughs) I have people park on the road because there's a huge bike lane and I'll just walk up to their car window. But I always wear a mask and they're just basically rolling down their window and sticking their arm out. Mm. So It's not like I have to get super close. Yeah. And also my building is locked. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. It's just easier that way.
1: I've only ever had the food disappearing once. Do you wanna tell your story? Because yours is much better than mine. Mine is Oh my god. Mine I ordered Chipotle and it was like nobody knocked and then they were like, Oh the food is at your door and Kelsey had just come in from work and I'm like, Hey, there wasn't any food outside, was there? And she's like, No and I'm like Okay <laughs> So then I had to like uh go to the like help button on the app and be like, Hey Chipotle i never got my food and it says it was deliberate and they're like oh we're sorry and then they send me more <laughs> and i'm like well i don't know who just got a free meal but they probably don't want it because it has tofu in it <laughs> they're probably I mean, like i oh, got that chipotle I'd... i get a free burrito and then they open it up and it's so free does like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> i'd eat uh, it yeah i, like so I mean fritas. you can't you can't tell once you have it in the burrito and like everything's mixed together who cares
0: Right? It just goes down the goal. at the same. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'll tell my story. <laughs> okay. okay. So, one night, my sister was over. And it was, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I was really... Actually, it was, like, at this point, it was 10. I was, like, really hungry. And we'd gone to my... Work, one of my work happy hours. This was, like, early, early 2020. When we could still go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and... We came home and just got to talking and I hadn't really eaten anything. So by the time I realized that it was like 10 PM. So I was like, okay, I'm going to order from Charlie's late night in downtown. Charlie's is a local Portland Santa spot open late night. They have two locations, one that's open during the day, one that's open at night, uh, right next to actually inside of a strip club, right behind Voodoo Donuts. So I placed my order. I ordered a Cubano and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I look at my app and Sergei's. Sergio? Sergio or Sergio? I think it was Sergio who was on a bike. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, no big deal. That it's downtown. People do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he was down by PSU, which is like a good twenty blocks away. I'm like, all right, well, what else? I can wait. So I wait and I wait and I wait and I wait and I wait. And this motherfucker still <laughs> is like ten blocks away. I'm like, holy cow, by this time it's like eleven <laughs> fifteen. I'm like, he hasn't even gotten to the dang restaurant yet. What is happening? So pretty soon I wait, like, another 20 minutes until, like, 1130, and he finally gets to the restaurant. I'm like, cool. I, like, open the app just as he gets to the restaurant. I'm like, sweet. He's at the restaurant. It's on its way. I look back down at the app after, like, telling my sister, hey, my sandwich is finally being picked up, and they assign me another driver. I'm like, this turd just got there. Why did he cancel at the end? Like, why didn't he just cancel, like, 30 minutes ago when he decided he didn't want to take the order? But whatever. Um,
1: but in here, for a second, that's happened to me, but it was the 4th of July, and the place I was ordering from apparently closed early, and once that people got to the restaurant to pick it up, instead of, like, messaging me or somehow informing me that, that the restaurant was closed, they would just, uh, like, cancel it, and it would pass it on to the next person. So it went through, like, four different people before someone finally texted me and was like, hey, the restaurant's not open.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
1: But it just made we- like... It didn't take them off the menu for some reason, so...
0: Weird. So anyways, he gets to the restaurant. I look down. They assign me a new driver, and I'm like, what the hell? All right, whatever. So I see this guy pull around the backside of Charlie's late night, and I figure, okay, he's going to go in and pick it up. Cool. So like a minute and a half later, my phone rings, and the lady's like, hi, this is so-and-so from Charlie's late night. We have... Like, have you received your food yet? And I was like, no. She's like, okay, you may want to report that. I think your food was just stolen. We have your new driver here and we're going to be remaking your food. I was like, oh, my God, that turd stole my food. He got there, picked it up and took it and then canceled. What a jerk. I'm so mad. I was so mad. I felt bad for this guy because it was raining outside. And I was like, oh, God, he's riding a bike. Like, I'll tip him really good. Turdhead stole my food. So when they got here, my food finally got here. It was like 1230. (laughs) And Charlie's was super sweet. They wrote me a note and they were like, hey, we're really sorry about that. Have a Coke and a big brownie on us. I was like, oh. And they sent me a bag of chips, too. (laughs) I was like, oh, they're so sweet. Yeah. They're like, sorry about the delay. But I was like, I could not believe that. Yeah. Like, there are ways to cheat the system, but it's hard. That guy had to be real smart. And I wonder how many people he's done that to. Well, I would imagine that if that's happened before,
1: they would have just kicked him off and he wouldn't be allowed to use the... I mean, unless he's just like going around to different apps, but still.
0: But you can only do that so many times, you, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you create an account and then you get kicked off, that's it, I guess, right? <laughs> I think. I don't know. My brother was, does DoorDash. I think it's DoorDash. i he was does one blown of away.
0: Them. I used to do Uber Eats when I drove for Uber.
1: I have considered doing DoorDash, but. If you do it, take Kelsey with you. Well, not out here. Oh, okay. And especially not right now. During all of this, no. back in LA, I thought about it, but...
0: I know that they stopped taking drivers because they were just over-inundated with them. Well, yeah, because everyone's at while. work. <laughs> exactly. But I
1: have a DoorDash bag somewhere, because, like, I signed up for it at some point, and I never just, like, actually did
0: it, did it but... Decent money if, you're, if your car doesn't Do it, like for a hustle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my topic, and I thought it was very fitting for this evening's time crunch. Yeah. And just a service we both use frequently. Yeah. (laughs) Probably, like you said, way too frequently. I can recall ordering probably five or six times in the month of July already, and we still have a week left. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't often order to work occasionally if I'm working, like, a longer shift. So if it's a Saturday or if I'm working a double, I will. But mostly just because if you order from a regular place, you can't track them. (laughs) You can't see where they are on the little map yeah and that's like my main thing i don't want to be surprised <laughs> same
0: i just want to know where my food is at all the time yeah. like where is it okay it's close because <laughs> i work downtown i don't really have to order food i can just go somewhere and i have an hour so yeah i don't get a break but and i work by myself
1: so <laughs> exactly so it's take food or order food or don't it <laughs> and if it's a six and hour preferably shift, preferably not the latter well if it's a six hour shift then i can just like bring a granola bar and i'll be fine but if it's a 10 or 12 i'm probably gonna want something (laughs) yeah
0: even on a six i would want something i should bring a
1: snack a
0: snack what is your second topic my
1: second topic is chili dogs yes (laughs) i like so good chili dogs i talked about chili dogs in the hot dog episode a couple
0: weeks ago yes but they're its own thing like chili dogs are its own thing
1: it is so i'm not going to get i've already talked about hot dogs We know where hot dogs came from.
0: Yes. Where, where?
1: I'm not going to get into chili because I'll probably talk about chili on its own at some point, but it probably came from Mexico, just so when I say Mexican later, (laughs) you know that I'm talking about chili.
0: Truly Mexican chili.
1: Yes. So, chili dogs. (laughs) It's unclear exactly when chili dogs started, but probably in the Midwest, which makes sense because... When you think about chili dogs, I think about the Midwest. I mean, if Melon Camp sang about it, it's probably somewhere over there.
0: <laughs> I listened to that song earlier this week, actually.
1: It's on the radio. Little Diddy. Sucking on chili dogs. Why is it sucking on? Outside the taste of Why is it sucking on chili dogs?
0: I don't know. <laughs> you don't suck
1: on a chili dog. You don't. <laughs> You can no, suck you it down, it fork, but you don't suck on it.
0: No. I, too, think that's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> uh, anyway. Chili dogs,
1: at least in the Midwest, are known more as Coney dogs. And you get them at Coney Islands, which are a style of restaurant, not Coney Island, the place.
0: The actual place. Yeah,
1: it's the... Uh, it's basically a chili dog restaurant (laughs) then they just call them coney islands like it's a coney island shop in the early 1900s the chili out there in the midwest was a greek influenced meat sauce not like you know chili how we think of it when we think of chili but it was more of a meat sauce with greek seasonings including cinnamon oregano and sometimes chocolate Give it a little richness of flavor. I've made actual chili with chocolate before, so that's not too far off. Yeah, that's the grease in it. (laughs) All right, Greek influence. Um, But few Greek and Balkan immigrants had ever been to Coney Island because, I mean, aside from coming through Ellis Island, they probably else would you have (laughs) exactly? They probably moved straight to wherever their you know sponsors or family was at the time which was michigan for a lot of them for some reason really yeah but because coney island is so like synonymous with american culture they started calling them coney dogs (laughs) in the midwest because uh racism (laughs) and people didn't trust outsiders so they were like hey you know coney island this is a coney dog don't be scared basically but really we're tricking you well not so much tricking as making a living this is true marketing they're just marketing exactly that's all they knew who their audience was exactly and their audience did not like them which is why when they started coming in with their greek style meat sauce that we now know as chili they were like hey hot dogs you know hot dogs you like hot dogs we'll put this meat sauce on it, and then the meat sauce is also less scary because you know hot dogs. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So basically... it's a little addition. It's a condiment. Like, ketchup or mustard. Exactly. Well, there are many places who claim to have invented the Coney-style chili dog, the the Coney dog style of chili dog, with the... I discussed it in the hot dogs episode, the chili and the onions and the mustard. And sometimes cheese. But (laughs) the... More well known ones are Todoroff's in Jackson, Michigan in 1914. The American and, these are two different places American and Lafayette Coney Islands, <laughs> Coney Island shops, I don't know, uh, in Detroit in the 1910s. There's a man named Thomas Kirada Jeff in Ohio who claims to have invented the Cincinnati cheese covered Coney dog in 1922. And the only one that I actually know pinks in la in 1939 pinks pinks it's like a hot dog place in la that everyone knows okay. and also if you ask anyone from la or california in general probably they will tell you that pinks is the one who invented the chili dog but i'm more inclined, <laughs> no bias right yeah i'm more inclined to believe any of the other ones from you know the midwest <laughs> Because that's technically where it came from,
0: I think. (sighs) Well, I mean, that's the thing. We don't really know because... But also migration, though. What about migration? Like, from east to west. I feel like, of course, the east would have it first.
1: Well, with the Greek-style meat sauce, yes, but the chili that came from Mexico in the 1800s, Mm. they could have also been doing that already in, like, Texas. We don't know. This is true. (laughs) So... The Greek style that, you know, with, like, basically just a meat sauce that's not really chili, that's how you consider it with the beans and everything, I would, yeah, I'm more inclined to believe that (laughs) it started in the Midwest in, like, the early
0: 1900s. Yeah, but the one with the beans definitely probably from the South. Yeah.
1: So, it doesn't really matter that we don't know where it came from, because by the, you know, the 50s and 60s, at the height of car culture and drive-ins and all of that, basically everywhere had it on... Menus. You find a Dairy Queen. You can get it at any sort of like roadside stand. I think you can still get a Dairy Queen cake. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I feel like you can. I get fries at Dairy Queen because they got the crinkle cuts. (laughs) They're so good. I just love Dairy Queen. (laughs) Well, you can talk about Dairy Queen later
1: because I have a speech to give. Please do. Okay. In the span of about 100 years, America turned a German sausage into a hot dog and Mexican chili con carne and Greek salsa quema into chile and then repackage the whole thing as a cheap distinctly american dish from the et- the ethnic enclaves of germans and greeks and eastern europeans from the butcher shops of new york and the meatpacking plants of the midwest through industrialization and xenophobia and ingenuity emerged something wholly new messy and distinctly american in closing your honor nothing you hold <laughs> as patriotic is really yours <laughs> and everything that you love was built on the backs of immigrants. So enjoy your hot dogs on the 4th of July. <laughs> the end. <laughs> anyway, I'm probably going to have some chili dogs for dinner because I bought all the stuff for chili dogs a while ago and then
0: I just never made them.
1: I bought two cans That's of chili. Nice. What did I do with that? A- oh, I made chili mac.
0: Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I made mac and cheese last night and really wished I had a can of chili. Yeah. So how do you eat your chili dogs? Because I, personally, okay, the
1: chili that I like, the canned chili that I like, they don't have it here. Nally isn't a brand that exists outside of the Pacific Northwest, I don't think. Really? Really. Their dill pickles are my favorite. Their canned chili is my favorite.
0: Yes. Can't find same. them anywhere. Dude. I know. I have a. I just opened a can of Nally baby dills earlier this week. Oh.
1: They're so good. <laughs> they are so They're good. They're my favorite and they don't have them down here or in California. So I don't That's know. So I weird. have looked on Amazon to see how much it would be to order a case of Nally Chili. <laughs> 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 but the basically the options are all of your shittier options like Hormel or Stag. Both suck. So oh, and then Annie's is good. Not Annie's, sorry, Amy's is good but it's fucking expensive. It's like four bucks a can at least. Uh, So I get some sort of artisan brand, but it's like super tomato based. And that's not how I like my chili.
0: No, I I want it
1: to be a lot less tomatoey, but it'll be fine if I'm going to throw some like onions and cheese and a hot dog on there.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So I obviously have a hot dog when the hot dog, Mm -hmm. I usually split the hot dog in half.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't, but go ahead. I do. Just like open, like a slit it down the middle a little bit. Yeah. So it just like folds open like the bun. And then I, my favorite chili is the Nally chili. And mm-hmm. I am absolutely blown away that they don't have it anywhere else because people are missing out.
1: Dude, it's so good. Their vegetarian is top notch.
0: It truly is. It actually it's has gorgeous. like
1: little bits of either tofu
0: or seitan in it. I don't know, but it's so good. It, I can't even tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. I switched to eating that one when we lived together because... Because I always had it. Yeah, and it was delicious. Yeah. At some point, we switched from the
1: the beef to the uh, turkey when I was living it. My mom went through this whole thing where she's like, we have to eat only white meat. <laughs> so, so, like, all the bacon got switched to turkey. All the chili got switched to turkey. <laughs> like, we only <laughs> bought chicken, like, in the freezer. Yeah. but I mean, it's leaner for you. It is. But Nally is
0: the best. It is the best. So, the bun... The slice of the, the dog, the ladle of the Nally chili, and then I usually put cheese and chopped onions, like grated cheese and chopped onions, and that's it. It's mm-hmm. sometimes, like, a little scoop of sour cream, but not often. Yeah. Not if there's cheese on it.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, the chili, the cheese, raw onion. It's got to be raw onion. You yeah, it can't be you got to get that sauteed, crunch in the bite. Nally. Yep. Yep. That's the only reason <laughs> I want the onion. Because yeah, I already I have, like, the, you know, it's got to be crunchy. Otherwise, you're just eating, like... Soggy, Caramelized soft. onion strings in in your chili already. It's like, yeah, no, no, you gotta have the little crunch. And then with a, a fork, obviously, because I'm like dousing that thing in chili. I am not putting like a little bit on there for flavor, which is why
0: I'm always so weirded out by sucking on chili dogs. Like, no, I'm gonna eat that bitch with a well, fork. Well, when
1: you get it at like a roadside stand, they just like take a ladle and like pour some on top because just you're standing. <laughs> like, because in that situation, all of that started for you know a lot of the like construction workers and like other you know, those kinds the, of occupations. They have like to go exactly. foods. Exactly. Like they wanna Which stop, does. they want a hot meal real quick though, because they gotta get yeah. back to
0: work. Like the Romans did back in the days in my food delivery. Mm-hmm. Look at that. They're all connected our topics are connected this week. Yeah. If your last one is food, it could all be food. <laughs> it is not.
1: Ah oh, damn. I so see. close. We got real close to having an all D episode a while ago. I think it was when I talked (laughs) about Fetch the Bolt Cutters, though, so that one was my bad. Oh,
0: geez. Are you ready for my last topic? Yes. Okay. So, this has been a long time coming. Okay. (laughs) I'm nervous. I've never felt quite at home in the world of hockey because the Northwest has not had a hockey team Mm -hmm. in the time that I've been alive, a professional hockey team in the time that I've been alive. Until now. Oh. You have a hockey team now? Seattle has a hockey team now. Oh. They are called, They released their name, mm-hmm. and they are the Seattle Kraken. Okay.
1: I like it. What are their colors? I like it a lot. I'll get to that. Okay. It has to be some sort of green and blue to go with
0: everything else. It is not, actually. How dare they? Who voted on this? But it's actually a really sweet logo. It's not green okay. and blue. Okay. So, what? It's not green and blue. But it is blue. It doesn't blend in. It does blend in. With all the other teams? With all the other two teams? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. So, the logo is an S, and its homage is to the Seattle Metropolitans, which was the first hockey team founded in 1915 and folded in 1924. They played before the NHL actually existed and won three Stanley Cups. So, the Stanley Cup was a thing, but the NHL was not a thing. Is your topic... The Seattle Kraken. Yes, my topic oh, okay. is okay. I
1: thought we were just talking about hockey.
0: Continue. No, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> okay. They're they are now my chosen team to put my energies towards. Okay. My mom's always been a Blackhawks fan. I tried to be a Vegas Knights fan because me, Jessica, and Ray were in Vegas to see the Backstreet Boys shirt I'm wearing actually um, the day of their draft in 2017 for their inaugural season, and I was like, oh. Well, some of my favorite players got drafted there, so I'm going to be a Vegas fan. Well, I just could never get behind Vegas. (laughs) So I just dropped hockey altogether, and now I'm really excited because the Northwest has a hockey team, and I can support it, and it feels like home. I could actually go see one. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Anyways, the logo is an S in uh, homage to the Metropolitans. The S is actually ice blue. Uh, The ice blue is for the caps on the Olympic Mountains that you can see across the Seattle Bay. And the dark blue is what they call deep sea, which is the background. There's a tentacle in the middle that comes up from the ocean like a kraken. And there's a red eye underneath the hook of the S. I'll actually pull it up and show you. It looks super sick. Nice. Yeah. There's, like, no white on the logo at all. It's just blue, ice blue, and red, which I think is pretty cool. It's very Seattle-esque, I think. For not having any green in there, I think it's pretty cool. So... The team is owned by a partnership. David Brondeman, he also owns, he's partial co-owner of the Celtics. That was his most notable thing that stuck out to me. Todd Lukey used to be the CEO of the Seahawks. He was just recently the COO of the entire NFL and quit there in 2018 when it was announced that Seattle was getting a hockey team. Also, I found it interesting that Jerry Bruckheimer is co-owner. Jerry Bruckheimer of CSI? <laughs> what do Like... <is> <laughs> Of, like, what, didn't he direct Pirates of the Caribbean? Christopher Columbus? <laughs> no. <laughs> Chris Columbus did some of them. Okay, hold on a second. I have to look up. Um, Did Jerry you know, Buckheimer, side note, that Drew Carey is part owner of the Sounders? I think I had heard that a really long time ago, but completely forgot. Yeah. Jerome Leon Bruckheimer is an American film and television producer and has been active in CSI. the genres of action, <laughs> comedy fantasy and science fiction i did not know csi but yes it is listed as number two i did not know pirates of the caribbean which is a lot farther down i think we're both at the same spot but which is interesting because the kraken also makes an appearance in pirates of the caribbean i think those two are unrelated probably (laughs) actually in the article i was reading uh, of how the name came to be adidas met with jerry Bruckheimer in his house and The name Kraken they just kept coming back to because it was thrown out as one of the, like, one of the names. And the fans just, like, kind of stuck with it. So when they made the decision, they were in his house. And he's like, yeah, let's go with it. So I thought that was really interesting that he had directed Pirates of the Caribbean. And also, like... Did he direct that one? I actually don't know. It just says Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have to look look at the actual Pirates of the Caribbean one. (laughs) Also, uh, Andy Jassy is the CEO of Amazon Web Services. And he's also part owner of the Kraken of course he is because Seattle's of uh, Amazon's based in Seattle. hmm So <gasps> sorry. He
1: also directed Remember the Titans. <laughs> oh. That's there a good go. movie. Uh Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. Was oh, that the one the I guess can. it oh, and Dead Man's Chest. And I'm At World's Giants. End. So yes, he did. And on Stranger Time. okay, yeah. And Tell No Deadman Tell No Tales. So basically everything after <laughs> there's so many. There's so many Vice <laughs> Caribbeans
0: there are they're so good though so in an interview with the smithsonian andy jazzy stated that there was an obvious connection to maritime history and to being surrounded by water and choosing the name of the kraken they chose the kraken because of the longtime folklore in seattle and the pacific pacific northwest of a mystical creature called the kraken obviously it lies below the surface of the sea and has captivated people for years I mean, I think the Kraken originally started over in the Netherlands.
1: <laughs> I'm like I didn't realize that that wasn't something that they say about the Northwest
0: yeah i've I've known it just because I grew up here, but like it's not something that's like worldly known and for me i for me, I think the Atlantic, yeah, um uh, because that's originally where it came from, but the Kraken itself is based on the giant squid mm-hmm. so and most of them are in the sea, so. They've been seen Pacific and Atlantic, so I can kind of see how it would be a thing here. Yeah. The Kraken lives just below the surface of the sea, and that mystique, that intensity, and that power people associate with the Kraken is what we expect our NHL team to play with, per Andy Jazzy. They looked over 1,200 names and seriously explored 100 of them. The top five... This this part's pretty cool. (laughs) The top five were sealed in a name... Or in a name. The top five were sealed in a time capsule... That was put in the Space Needle, which will be reopened in 2062, along with some Nirvana records, a Twinkie, and one share of Amazon. Amazon can get out of there, but the other things are cool. Hopefully I'll be alive then. I'll be 80 years old in 62. I think it will be 79. Because you're an 83 baby, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe 70. In 72. 40 years? Yeah, I'll be... Really? I don't think that's right. 20. So it'll be 72, actually. <laughs> okay, I'm like... Mm. No, 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 hold on. You'll be 70. In 42 years, (laughs) you will not be 80 years old. I'll (laughs) be 70, not 80. So hopefully I'll be alive when I'm 70. That'd be really sad if I wouldn't be. The team, the NHL voted to officially approve an expansion team for $650 million on December 4th, 2018. That's so much money. (laughs) The team is set to open in October of 2021 to compete in the 21-22 season. They're to play at Key Arena, which will be which has been being renovated. they to play at Key Arena which has been renovated since 2018 and will be finished later this year, 2020. The current GM of the the Kraken is from the Carolina Hurricanes and his name is Ron Francis. The AHL team, which is like the farm league team, which is like where they call players up from, is going to be based in Palm Springs, which was actually a place I wanted to go prior to COVID. So maybe I'll have to go see their AHL team there when it's safe again. And that's pretty much all I have uh, for that. I'm just real excited. The mm-hmm. fact that we're getting an AHL team here. Yeah. Because now I have something to root for and connect with. Instead of having to fly down to San Jose or drive up to Vancouver.
1: Yeah. I'll have a Northwest team to root for. <laughs> I've been to exactly one hockey game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to Olive Garden after. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> that was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. We should do remember. That guy got hit in the head with the puck. <laughs> yes. He was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> his head. That's a thing, man. Sitting by mm-hmm. the glass is dangerous. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I did look. I asked my mom. I was like, hey, do you meet? Oh, speaking of. Okay. So my mom's boss grew up in Buffalo. He was a Buffalo Sabres fan his entire life. He sent my mom a picture of him burning his Sabre stuff and says, I'm on board with the Kraken. I'm tired of the shit team and shit management. So I was like, Mom, we could all three of us can go in on season tickets together. I looked and they're sold out. And also, they're real expensive. It's going to be like $180 a ticket at least. Yeah. <laughs> per seat. Yeah. Ooh, cannot do that. But I can do it for once or twice a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. If I save up for it.
1: Yeah, when we would go
0: to the Sounders, we would buy like a four game. Pack. yeah it's cheaper that way mm-hmm. and then you can like plan for it too any th- sometimes you get extra benefits of being like a pass holder yeah which i think is cool
1: i have walked around in seattle many a time barefoot because <laughs> i just take off my shoes after sounders game like fuck these i'm you wearing like flats it's not like i was wearing anything ridiculous to a soccer game but i just needed to be barefoot
0: <laughs> you have to after jumping for hours on end yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jumping and chanting. Love it. Miss those days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pre-COVID. Yeah. Do we have anything else?
1: No. Your topic was about specifically that team, so I've got nothing. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, when you come up, we should go to an NHL team or NHL game. Yeah. Or then maybe not go to Olive Garden, maybe go to somewhere else afterwards. I can't eat at Olive Garden, but
1: yeah, sure. (laughs)
0: What? I can't eat
1: at Olive Garden,
0: but we can go somewhere else. This is true. I'll find you somewhere else you can eat. Okay. There's a restaurant called 13 Coins. And oh my, dude,
1: cute. dude, dude. No, you don't understand. I discovered 13 Coins first and they're the fucking best. Have you been there? Yes. Oh my God, it's the best. Which one have you, I've been to both. Which one have you been to? Just the
0: one outside of the Seahawk Stadium.
1: Okay. Yeah. I've been to both. There's one by the airport.
0: There is one by the airport. Yes. Yeah. It's like the South one, they call it. Yeah.
1: That's the one that we go to. Usually, but it's so
0: good. And it's open 24
1: hours. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. <laughs> we have yeah. to go there. I've not been, been there in so long, but we could make that an actual topic. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Oh, my God. I just got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We actually went there after a Sanders game once.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Stefan and I have gone there a handful of times after various concerts or trips in Seattle. Yeah. It's a thing. Oh you my God, have to go there. It's so good. I love the ambiance. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you sit at the counter? Have you sat at the counter?
1: Once when Jacob and I went. when One of the times we were coming back from uh, Canada. It is wild. The chefs are like flying all around. It was like midday. <laughs> so uh, okay. it wasn't that exciting. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Shall we wrap it? <laughs> yeah okay all right on that note we will have to talk about 13 coins because we both got so real excited stilt. there. <laughs> so if you're listening on soundcloud give us a like throw us a comment and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a review we greatly appreciate those it lets people know you think we're cool also check us out on twitter and instagram at yes podcast anything else is that it did i cover it yeah that was it we're getting cool. better at it. It goes so fast that we're like, "What did we, we forget?" <laughs> Hot dang!
1: Look at us. <laughs> and, you know, we might have to start adding some other podcatcher services to to yes. lengthen that list. Yes, that,
0: was, that was fast. <laughs> I flew through that. Yeah. Job, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go so I can finish this drink. <laughs> I'm gonna go finish my drink in the shower. your shower beer. Yep. Nah, crack a cold one, you deserve it. Well, I still have like half of this, so. (laughs) Oh okay. Well chug that before (laughs) and open a cold one for the shower. Sounds good. Alright. Well enjoy. I will. Bye. Bye. Bye.